Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jessica Jones Podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody here today to talk to you about the third season renewal just announced of Jessica Jones by Netflix. Indeed, exciting news. Not altogether surprising news, certainly, since... uh, We've had the uh, the renewal of Luke Cage. We've had the renewal of Daredevil, obviously, a while ago into its second season, third season, later this year. But, uh, you know, nice to get that official renewal. Uh, we had speculated as far back as uh, the Jessica Jones panel at the Paley Center the day it launched, uh, International Women's Day, March 8th, that they were already kind of secretly pre-renewed, as Netflix is wont to do. But, uh, Pete, here it is. It's official. It's out in the open. More Jessica Jones is coming when, Pete? Sometime. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> also, like Netflix needs to do, or, or you know, not I, I guess doesn't need to do, but often does as well. I will say this, Pete. It was nice, and I'm going through the chronology in my head here. Um, w- we had... Daredevil, and I'm 99% sure saying that we had Daredevil and Luke Cage, certainly Luke Cage officially renewed for the uh, third and second season, third of Daredevil, second of Luke Cage, uh, before the Disney, um, not just the Disney Fox deal, but now kind of concurrent with that, the Disney streaming service announcement. So though Netflix has said we retain ad infinitum all the Marvel Netflix stuff, there was a little wary on my part. Is that really going to be the case? To, you know, even if that's the case now, does Disney buy out this or that or the other? It's just nice to know for Marvel Netflix, it's business as usual. Yeah, to get it in hand, you get the renewal first. You worry about the potential logistics. And yeah, there was some concern. Would they be pulling their ball and taking it home to the Disney streamer. If that even happens, Matt, I'm, I'm still highly suspicious that they, they might, uh, you know, zag and just say, Hey, back up the cash trucks to Netflix and buy them out. Um, until we see the infrastructure that, that goes into the, Disney streaming operation, which we're we're getting closer and closer, Matt. Once you know that that starts to happen, then it'll it'll be quote unquote real. Well, I'm I'm confident that we're going to be living in a world in 2019 where there's Marvel Netflix and there's healthy Netflix and there's a you know cannot miss cannot skip uh, Disney streaming thing. Apparently, for less than Netflix, but Pete, we'll save that for. A podcast in the future when there's actually as you say to your to, to your credit as you say there's actually not official information out there or not actionable there's all these plans but there are plans pete for season three of jessica jones i would like to point out that season two was ordered in january 2016 obviously defenders was an issue in terms of when you could start with season two of jessica jones uh but at paley Kristen ritter uh, said that she so much enjoyed doing season two from April to September of last mm-hmm. year. Here we are uh, in April 2018 announcing the uh, the renewal. Fingers crossed that that we can do the uh, the summertime filming, which maybe might then have us end up next late winter with season three. Yeah, she joked that 
that's all she would do in in filming the show, which of course does the actress have some clout? She does. She doesn't have the clout to decide when they film just yet. Um, we're wrapping Daredevil soon. You have to imagine that uh, Iron Fist will start up and then she'd be the, the next one on deck unless they do the Defenders thing again before um, – uh, Jessica Jones season three. So again, we will have to see. I would welcome a really awesome upcoming Luke Cage season this June, uh, with some iron fist in there, hopefully, you know, at the right amount. Uh, I'm super psyched about daredevil season three and, uh, all the places that that could go that I think, you know, the date has yet to be announced. It is this yeah. calendar year. I think we're thinking September, October, November, maybe somewhere it'll, in there. It'll be in the fall. So if you want to come back with Jessica Jones season three, several months after Daredevil has concluded, I'd much rather do that before Defenders. I know there's also Iron Fist. What about two. Iron Fist, man? Yeah, that's that's yeah. the other thing. I mean, yeah, yes, it, it is the rich stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think in fairness, the the blocks the cycle whatever we want to call this that they're in um it's important to get back to him it it's important to rehabilitate that show um you know for our qualms with some of the things of jessica jones season two um it's still light years better than than iron fist and um I, i think you've got a very clear trajectory far more clear for Jessica Jones heading into season three than you do for somebody like a, uh, Danny Rand. Well, I would much rather hear, Hey, Kristen Ritter is going to be in five of the 13 episodes of iron fist season three. Oh, I wish, uh, but pardon me, iron fist season two. I'd much rather hear that than, you know, Jessica Jones is going to be in every episode of, of Defenders season two coming soon. Pete, I'm going to say something that this popped into my head and I was like, really, Brain, do you mean this? But on a, on a certain level, I do. I think that there's an argument to be made that that Iron Fist season one can be can be more compelling than Defenders season one, by which... The stuff that didn't work for Iron Fist, it was Danny Rand and a lot of his stuff. And, you know, in retrospect, he was a whiny little, you know, jerk because that's what the story required and his arc and this and that, the other. But there were other compelling things. To me, Defenders was just kind of great that they were all together most of the time, but it it lacked some of the sizzle. So I'd much rather them do these different combinations as we're going to see with Luke Cage. Let's bring Jessica Jones back. I mean, heck, it would be great to hear, oh man, they snuck her into the last episode of Luke, uh, of Luke Cage. And then that's, you know, or maybe into a couple episodes of Daredevil, whatever it might be, start to play with that. Bring us more Jessica Jones in this kind of format, not as one quarter of the main defenders. Then you need to do another slice, which is all the defender friends and the defender bad guy and all that, that, that just waters down Jessica Jones. It would be great to get that least likely pairing comedically and dramatically um just just the things she could say to him 
and and how he is as a character, the way he goes through things. I think it would encourage growth as well. Uh, but we'll have to see. Matt, my mind is squarely on Jessica Jones and also on Trish Walker heading into season three. Well, I think that's the big X factor, isn't it? Uh, I mean, clearly we have committed to she has been changed and she has these cat-like reflexes and she's only used two of her nine lives. Um, Do we wait until season three that could be at least a year away to see more Trish Walker kicking butt? I hope not. However, that said, this season two was such a compelling season, I think, because it was the Jessica Jones formula given to us without interruptions of the Defenders or without fun crossovers or things like that. So I would be okay waiting a year plus to get more Trish Walker. Trish Walker is Hellcat. The the dynamic duo of sisters here kicking butt up and down uh, the island of Manhattan. I'll take that whenever it's ready. I mean, if you're going to do it right, I think patience always trumps all. There's the concern and they're no longer in a place where they have to rush to hit a date or anything like that. And let's not pretend, too, that the TV side isn't going to change story-wise post-Avengers Infinity War. Well, I mean, speaking of X factors and no, no X pun intended, but I mean, that's a factor too, right? That we don't know how that shakes out. We don't know to what degree they know. I mean, I'm almost Pete, I'm almost buoyed by the fact that we have Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out in July. I mean, I know there's going to be more Marvel movies. I know there's going to be more Marvel TV after Infinity War, but there is a little bit of kind of a, a headcanon, head bubble type thing where it's like maybe everything is really, really permanently changed beyond, oh man, I can't believe they killed off blank or, oh boy, what a cliffhanger. We have to wait a whole year for Avengers 2 or Avengers 4, pardon me. Um, so it, it bottom line is it's nice knowing that there's more stuff out there, that we get Luke Cage in some kind of post-Infinity War New York come, come June, come you know two months after we go see Infinity War. Obviously, film functions differently than TV, but all this talk in the lead up to Avengers and the second film next May and how that's the end of a of a 22 episode movie and all that, even though those films and and many of those characters will continue past that for all of that, Matt. And again, the nature of TV as a medium, we've not heard anything about, well, the grand TV plan heads in this direction, obviously from a standpoint that you want to continue to turn out TV shows as we're awaiting whether or not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will end, you know, with their fifth season finale called officially The End. That's the name of the episode. Um, well, Pete, at least it's not directed by a Whedon. Uh, the episode director being, oh my goodness, it's Jed Whedon. <laughs> yeah. Um so maybe, and again, this film and TV universe isn't going anywhere, but it will change. It will morph um, in, in a way that we haven't seen before. And the, the first of its kind, a, a four-show 
feeder system into a mini series. And now you throw the Punisher in there on Netflix. Um, certainly going to be interesting in terms of what kind of direction they can continue. How, how many defenders can we come back to? Is, is the next one not the defenders? Is it the punishers or or something like that you know do we do we see a different type of of team up or a, another uh character perhaps who will get his or own her own show uh birthed in um a a, a team up series or something like that I, I think there's a lot of options on the table we know they're very very proactive with the number of tv shows they have going and uh you know, Fantastic Geek brings you them all. Well, you mentioned the idea of this overall story that the movies have. And I think that that's that notion or the lack thereof, that's a strength of the TV side of things. Um, perhaps the worst parts of the, the stories leading into the Defenders was this, we really have to have the, the, the hand hashed out and the, the, the bring them back vats and the this and the that and people who aren't dead and Madame Gao who never dies and who disappears like Batman and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, if you just get down to Matt, Foggy, Karen, if you get down to just these, these little details, you know, Malcolm's, uh, see, Jessica Jones season two battle to really understand his addictive personality, but not to be addicted to things. Uh, Trisha's relationship with her mother. You know, it's these little details that get to get fleshed out over 13 episodes. That I think that's what made Jessica Jones season two so special to me. Yes, it was not Doctor Who battling uh, a woman representing female power and and you know a female who had been a victim of assault and this and that the other it was not season one but it was all these little character things which is what we're there for that's a reason why tv has become so evocative and movies are the place where you see thanos battle a star of a galaxy of marvel stars for two and a half hours and then then that's that's it that's over so it's all about those little stories that we see in jessica jones that more intimate story in the in the second season, I, I think, served them well. Um, was it as good as the first? I, I, I don't think necessarily it had to be, um, but it needed to be different. And again, we get them back. We take them to different places. But we left on such a high note and the renewal here, obviously, fairly quick behind just over. Uh, a month, Matt, uh, from when the show dropped, uh, certainly a sign of confidence and reception to this show. Yes. And that's reassuring too. I mean, again, to whatever degree you want to read into the notion that it was, uh, that it was pre-renewed before it came out for season two. Uh, again, that's a well-worn Netflix thing, but I guess the flip side is it's not official until it happens. So there could have been backlash or there could have been a negative reception or there could have been not enough clicks on Netflix. Um, but here we have it. We have it officially done. Again, I kind of wonder, you know, to what degree is Netflix going to continue to make a lot of these Marvel things, if only just to spite the, the, the Disney streaming plans and so on and so forth. But bottom line is, Pete, I'm sticking with my, I'm not going to quite call it a prediction. I'm going to stick with my hope that 
they are going to be ready to film maybe in the next month that maybe there has been this secret um this secret plan all along which has led to a writer's room coming together and pre-production meetings and location scouts and all that uh you know if they could hit that you know season two it was april to november if they could hit a you know a may to december or whatever kind of filming schedule we could get this thing out next next winter even even if it's late winter and that's nothing but a good thing we can only hope well, Pete, this entire season of Jessica Jones, and indeed this season three renewal, helped out by our friends on Patreon.com slash Geek, keeping us flying high even as Jessica Jones flies high into a third season. And if you're going to donate at the Trish Walker level and get the, the penthouse amenities, or you're at the, the Malcolm level, man, you just want to be involved, uh, everybody has a spot at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash fantastic geek we would love to hear your thoughts as uh you know as we start to, to turn our minds toward jessica jones season three pete how can people be in touch with you you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j-k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r, nine thousand eight hundred ninety nine Matt, followers can't be wrong and while i am personally on twitter as looking back lost you can be in touch with the podcast anytime you like visit fantasticgeek.com email fantasticgeek at gmail.com check us out on twitter and instagram where we are fantasticgeek as well but wait pete there's more facebook.com slash fantasticgeek with a ph all one word like it today well pete with that i think this is officially pausing the jessica jones feed uh obviously if there's any more concrete season three news we'll keep you updated so definitely say stay subscribed in the interim we're going to keep the pop culture podcast feed going hot and heavy we have agents of shield later this week we have infinity war as you mentioned we have uh, deadpool next month we have ant-man over the summer we have luke cage coming we have cloak and dagger coming so always uh, just a non-stop it's, it's party just- it's just fantastic geek around here, man. That's all. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's only, uh, you know, it's, it's only, uh, let's see, quick math here, about 27 podcast episodes between now and when, uh, you know, between now and the end of the summer. So we got you covered with that, Pete. I will say adios to all our listeners for this season two, season three bridge and leave you with the final word. Keep it fantastic, y'all. 